You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey everybody, it's In The Clinch MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media Network. Paul Fontaine alongside Ryan Frederick. And I uh, I want to thank you all for uh, for joining us and for uh, listening, or however you're listening to us. And make sure to uh, subscribe to whatever feed you're listening to and spread the word. You know, give us a retweet. Um, you know, tell your friends about it and uh, sign up and uh, leave us a five-star review. That really helps the site. And uh, also, if you haven't already, consider subscribing to the Fight Game Media Patreon, which is patreon.com's backslash Fight Game Media. And uh, you get, I believe it's at least five shows a week and sometimes more. Um, this past week, there was a bunch of extra stuff because of uh, WrestleMania week. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling uh, later on in the show because um, it was there was some wrestling news that uh, p- pertains to UFC that I'm sure you're all well aware of. But uh, first, we're going to uh, we we're going to quickly go over some of the weekend stuff from MMA, and uh, I uh, so I guess we might as well, even though it wasn't the first show that happened. But I did watch PFL um, on Saturday. I know uh, Ryan and I talked before the show, and Ryan, you said you didn't watch it. Um, you uh, consider yourself lucky. The, the the main card was a chore, and the funniest thing was Brendan Lofnane. He wins the main event in uh, second round stoppage, minute and eleven seconds into the into the round. And in his post fight interview, he says, "I'm backstage watching the fights and I'm falling asleep." <laughs> and, uh, I didn't even know that. Either. Oh yeah, yeah, and I was too. Like so, I mean, I don't blame him. Uh, that was uh, that was so funny because like nobody got was getting stoppages, so he was like basically making the point that he went out there and. You know, he got a stoppage, so he got five points. The prelims looked like they were a little better. There was a couple stoppages. There's only two. So really, out of, what did they have? 11 fights, eight of them went to a decision. And when it's, you know, PFL and it's like people that, you know, you're not all that familiar with or, you know, they're not all that great. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I think the big upset was Will Flurry beating Christoph Jotko. Split decision. It was a typical Christoph Jotko fight. Like it was every Christoph Jocko fight you've ever seen. Um, and you know, I've yeah, seen a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. And it was the exact same as every other one. Uh, Will Flurry's, um, I think he normally fights at middleweight. So he, he was, but he was pre- pretty jacked. And, um, and uh, Tiago Santos uh, also lost, but he was actually an underdog. So uh, Rob Wilkinson basically just dominated him. And then Santos had a flurry, like 15 seconds left in the fight. And he, like, if it had gone another 30 seconds, he might have finished him. But, um, he he won he stole the last round, but Will Consider won the first two pretty handily, and uh, yeah, so yeah. And other than that, uh, Movled Kubalayev and Bubba Jenkins uh, both won there by decisions. And then on the prelims, you know, a bunch of bunch of guys you probably don't know. Um, Josh Silvera maybe being the biggest name. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and Impa Kasangani uh, won his fight with Corey Hendricks, which is uh, probably of interest to UFC fans. Both a couple of UFC. Uh, veterans there 
Um, so yeah, that was uh, Saturday on ESPN. We don't have viewership number yet, but uh, they'll be back uh, this coming week on Friday on ESPN two. And uh, I guess we'll we'll look at that card in a bit. But um, the uh, the other one was Bellator on Friday. I didn't watch this. Uh, this weekend was so busy with wrestling, dude. And I mean, I know you were busy with work. Um, but man, like I watched so much wrestling this weekend. Um, and I honestly, like, I remembered Bellator when I was watching PFL and then it was like, okay, so if I remember, if I have time, I'll watch it, but I just couldn't find the time, but, uh, I got the results here. Our boy, Aaron Jeffries lost a uh, unanimous decision to John Salter. So that kind of sucks. Um, Katz and Gano beat Liam McCourt, uh, unanimous decision. And in the main event, Daniel James, uh, you know, household name in his own home, uh, one over Marcelo Golm. That's got to be like the weakest main event of like. I, <laughs> I heard a lot about that fight. I heard. Really? I heard, uh, well, I was reading on Twitter that it was worse than your typical UFC Apex heavyweight fight until the finish. Wow. So just and imagine where, how bad this, that was as a headline. This was at, this was at Pachanga. So, you know, and that's also California where a lot of this wrestling was going on too, but, um, you know, d- different part of California. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, not a, not a big card. Um, prelims had a few names on it. Uh, Adam Piccolotti won, Raheem Cleveland. Um, but, uh, Lance Gibson Jr. got his first loss to uh, Vladimir Tokov, which it's a big time opponent for, uh, for, for young prospects. He's been around a little while, but, uh, the, uh, yeah, so yeah, that was Bellator, and uh, not sure when their next show is here. Right? I think they're off until uh, they have that double header. Yeah, in, uh, in, Hawaii. in Hawaii. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, two ninety four in uh, on Friday, April twenty first, and two ninety five on Saturday. So that's in a couple weeks, twenty first and twenty second. Um, and uh, Carmouche and Bennett and Stotts, Rafi uh, and Stotts and Patchy Mix in the uh, Saturday fight. So, um, so yeah, that's that's there. And uh, yeah, so uh, any no, no news coming out of the Bellator show? Obviously, no, no, no of you. I guess Singano yeah, probably. I, I guess that probably sets her up for a fight with Cyborg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was talking about Cyborg, but of course, Cyborg isn't signed with. Bellator at the moment, even though she has the Bellator women's featherweight title. So, so she's yeah. a champion who isn't under contract with the promotion, kind of a weird situation there. They, I guess they, she didn't, um, they didn't negotiate a champion's clause with her, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know the whole deal there. Yet. Um, and there were two other main card fights there as well. Uh, Archie Colgan won over J- Justin Montalvo, first round uh, KO, and Luke Trainer uh, submit submitted uh, Solomon Colley in the first round. I, honestly, I think I've seen Justin Montalvo. I haven't heard of any of the other three guys. So, um, but uh, good for those two that got wins. Um, but yeah, the uh, so that, there no UFC this past weekend, uh, but uh, we do have a big card coming up this week. And uh, it's uh, UFC 287. Let's hit the PFL show for this week first. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't uh, hang on. Uh, let me, I got the uh, fight center list here. So PFL 2, ESPN 2 on uh, Friday, as I mentioned. Uh, and it's a big one, actually. Um, Larissa Pacheco coming off that big win over Holly Holm. Uh, Kayla Harrison. Harrison. Why don't you say Holly Holm? Kayla Harrison in the uh, finals last year is uh, fighting Julia Budd uh, first round of this year's tournament. Or no, I guess it's just a catchweight fight, eh? At featherweight? No, no, it's a featherweight. It's the featherweight tournament. Oh, so they're doing a featherweight tournament this year. I didn't realize that. So is Kayla's not even in the tournament? No, no, she's done with the tournaments. (laughs) Well, yeah, she's going to be in this uh, fantasy uh, pay-per-view league with with, uh, um, Jake Paul. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's going to happen for sure. Um and uh so yeah, she's fight she's in the main event against Julia Budd. So that that's a, you know, pretty big fight for them. Um we've also got Aspen Ladd uh making her debut fighting o- Olina Kolesnik uh also at featherweight and uh on the main card and then not, uh, not, not her debut, it's her second fight. She it? beat Ju- she beat Julia Budd in her last fight. So Really? Oh yeah, my god. Her debut. How did I miss that? I probably that watched on- it. Oh, that was on the pay-per-view that I didn't watch. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's so the one card I didn't watch last year was the finals. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, so the, okay, so they're uh, they're in the first round. They're in the first round. So maybe they're probably probably setting up for a rematch there 
down the road. Um, and the rest of the card, it's not huge. Bruno Capeloza and Mateus Schaffel at heavyweight. Uh, Dennis Goldsoff and Jorgen De Castro. That's a former UFC guy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, he lost three times. He was, uh, yeah. And then uh, and he beat Justin Toffel way back when. And Henan Ferrara and Rizvan Kunaev. Uh, in the uh, in the other main card fight, and uh, seeing if there's any interesting. Maurice Green is fighting on the uh, prelims. Uh, another uh, former UFC guy. Yeah, lots of lots of John Jones training partners fighting on this one. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? And uh, yeah, no nobody else really of note that I can see. Um, Marina Mok Moknitkina in fight in one of the prelims I, I think i've seen her before that looks like an alternate fight because it's at 145 but it's not a tournament fight so um so yeah that is uh pfl uh the, that's again on espn2 this week uh the prelims will be on espn plus oh the one thing um on uh pfl1 as well they had um they had justin roberts and not lillian garcia doing the uh ring announcing oh wow and yeah I didn't know that. yeah and uh also they did something pretty cool they had um fighters that, that were watching the fight um and they would bring them on like during the fight and they had like a little video set up so wherever they were they had them on video watching and talking about the fights and it's like usually you know like uh, shane burgos was watching one of the featherweight fights and so you know he's like oh he's scouting these guys because he's gonna be fighting them at some point and then they would have like a gambling guy come on and he would talk about oh you know the live odds are swinging because he won the last round and you know and and stuff so it's kind of cool i like these little innovations that they're doing yeah and uh but they'll probably bring some um i find it really really interesting that pfc on the gambling and you hear nothing about it on bellator like they don't even put odds on the screen <laughs> so it's uh yeah it's, it's interesting Just, maybe because they don't have a sponsorship would be my guess probably so yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah. Don't say that. Um, so yeah, PFL. And before I guess before we get into the UFC, um, nothing really regional wise. Well, I was just gonna say there's the only there's a couple uh, Aries FC on Fight Pass on Friday, Friday afternoon, and it's got uh, Mikhail Labu and Loriano Stripoli in the main event, yeah. and uh, yeah, nobody else really of note. But that is on UFC Fight Pass on Friday afternoon. Um, and then there's also a YouTube one, um, XMMA. No, the, uh, that one got canceled. Today. Oh no, that's next week. That's next week. Oh, no, did it? Well, no, it was supposed okay. to be supposed to be Friday, but but the show got canceled because apparently the venue is not going to have enough security for to hold the show. Oh, so so okay. Yeah, they announced it earlier. Announced it a few hours ago on Twitter. So okay, and then there's uh, this MMA X FC twenty six is uh okay this is nothing it's it's listed as streaming and it's it says live pay-per-view at mmaxfc.net and the only fight on the card is an amateur fight so uh probably skipping that one uh yeah <laughs> I, I would think um okay so now we can get to the big one um and it is uh it's a big one ufc 287 from miami um what did, what did you say first time first time in miami since when 2003 wow so almost 20 years ago. Yeah, since the uh, Tito Ortiz, Evan Tanner fight, UFC wow. 22. Man, I would have never guessed that. I, I just assumed they'd been there, like, regularly. So that's that's crazy. Um, yeah, my, Miami. My, I don't think Miami's ever really been a hot UFC market for a while. They, I, I always heard. Well, they, they do. They have that. Um, they have some regional stuff down there. Like yeah. Titan FC was running there yeah. forever. They have regional, but UFC, every time they were going to Florida, they were hitting Orlando, Tampa, and always that. They just always seemed to be ducking Miami, and I always heard that they weren't sure, sure, because Miami Miami's kind of weird when it comes to sports. You know, sometimes, you yeah. know, they're, uh, the baseball team doesn't do well, and sometimes the basketball team. And the college and football is like king down there, right? Yes, yes, but uh, yeah. they they have the right person on the card if they're going to run, yeah. run Miami. Yeah, I, I mean Jorge Masvidal, and then you've got um, you know the main event for your hardcore traveling fans. Um, you know, uh, Alex event, Pereira, yeah. uh, Israel yeah. Asanya. Yeah, big rematch. Probably, I would say like 
other than a John Jones or Conor McGregor fight, this is like the biggest fight UFC could put on right now. Yeah, it's um, kind of been flying under the radar lately, too. Yeah, no, it is. Like, it, this snuck up on me. Like, I saw your preview on the uh, F4W board, and yeah. I was like, oh, wow, that's this weekend already. Because, like, it just feels like we just had a pay-per-view. But, I, I mean, and I get we did. Like, we, we've, we had did. Two. We, we've had two. <laughs> we've had two in the last 30 days. Yeah, and now we got another one coming. Uh, but you know what? This is one I don't mind paying for because, uh, yeah, this is this is a big one. Um, you know, Alex Pereira won the middleweight title in his last fight over Israel Asanya, and uh, they're doing the rematch. And Pereira keeps getting better, and Adesanya, you know, now we've seen him get beat. I mean, we saw him get beat when he fought out of his weight class, and then we got saw him get beat by um, by Pereira. And I mean, he's never beat Pereira, right? Um, this uh, no. is the third time, third time now, three three times Pereira beat him twice in kickboxing, and once in MMA, and uh, and here here they are back again, and um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see if uh, Adesanya changes up his strategy, but um, I don't know. For me, like I I just have this feeling like Pereira is is just going to keep getting better. He's gotten better every time we've seen him, and even in the fight where he was losing, I thought he was looking better. And I thought, you know, like if let's say he's going to lose a decision, if they rematch in two years, Pereira is going to win. Like that's that was kind of the feeling that I had watching that fight, and and then he he won anyways. So yeah, I'm I I think Adesanya's really got to change his game plan here, and and uh, we'll see if he does. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a good call for Adesanya wanting to take this fight as quickly as yes. possible possible before Pereira keeps improving on his MMA and. uh I mean, Adesanya was going to win that fight last time until the until that last what what was it a, a minute where they he finished winning? Yeah, when he finished. It was, like, I, like I, got, I got the fight the fight up here. Yeah. Uh, two minutes into the, set, the fifth round. Two minutes. I was two minutes in the fifth round. Yeah, yeah. I think I just survived the fifth. He was in, he was going to win, but uh, but yeah. I mean, Pereira like he's gotten Adesanya's number, obvious, mm-hmm. obviously, but uh, you know something. But when you watch that first fight, it was very clear that Adesanya is still, still a better fighter of the two, at least when it comes to, to MMA. And uh, I can see Adesanya start focusing on his wrestling, wrestling he has more. To. Yeah, he, he has. I feel to. like he has to, has to in this. I, but uh, it's very. I mean, it come, it's coming so close to the to the last time they fought fought that that you know when you kind of look at it, you don't kind of think it's going to be any different different as far as how the fight goes it's just a matter of who wins and how and uh i, I still think adesanya is the better fighter of the two right now and i still favor him in this fight and then he's coming in as the slight betting favorite so odds makers are thinking the yeah, same but agree. uh yeah i mean i mean these guys could these guys honestly could probably fight 10 times and it might be it might end up being five five for all we know all we know it's just a it's just a perfect matchup for both of those guys I actually think, yeah, and if they went five and five, it might be like Adesanya wins like the first four, you know, and then, you know, and and, uh, and then maybe they split the middle two and then Pereira wins the last four because, like I said, I mean, I just see him continuing to get better. And this is only his ninth MMA fight coming up, yeah, you know, and, and he's the world champion. So um, that that's crazy. Like, we haven't seen anything like that since, you know, like Brock Lesnar. Um, nope. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just a incredibly intriguing fight and a lot of interest um, in this. I think ESPN will be all over this all week once the NCAA is done. Um, I mean, that's not even their property. So, they, I mean, you know, they'll, they'll be all in on this. And yeah. uh, and, you know, and UFC's in the news, uh, as we'll talk about uh, in a bit uh, for things outside the cage. Um, but yeah. And then, as you mentioned, I mean, we got Jorge Masvidal uh, in the co-main against Gilbert Burns. Um, King of Miami, um, you know, unless you're talking to Colby Covington and, uh, you know, going up against Burns, uh, you know, another Brazilian fighter. So at least, you know, at least Masvidal doesn't call the cops on people. True, true. But I mean, he's probably lucky he didn't get arrested the last time. Um, Masvidal is a huge underdog, which I suppose he should be an underdog, but should be. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be this big, um, but he has lost three in a row. Um, but you know, two of them were to Kamar Usman and the other one was Colby Covington. So, um, you know, whereas, uh, you know, and, um, but then Burns has only lost to, uh, Kamzat and, uh, Usman in his last five fights. So, um, interesting matchup. Um, 
I guess for Burns, it's like, you know, the, he's got to win if he's, you know, going to hope to get a, a shot at, um, uh, God, Leon Edwards. I've been blanking out. And I mean, and he, he had that fight with, um, right? Did he have the fight with Leon Edwards that was canceled at one point? Or am I, no, I think I'm mixing that up with somebody else. You're mixing it up with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's coming off that big win over Neil Magny in his last fight. And, uh, you know, this is, that's a, yeah, so that's a new fight. And it's one I could see them making. But then, of course, if Masvidal wins this, you go right to the Leon Edwards fight. You, you have to. I, I feel like you have to. I feel like you yeah. have to. You have to leapfrog Colby for it too. Yes. Yeah. I. I, I don't know if they will, but I. I think. Yeah. I think you have to, um, because that's a money fight, especially if they do it in London, um, yeah. but anywhere really, because they yeah. those two have a history, and um, that's part of what started off the stardom thing for for Masvidal really. Like yeah, it was, was, there was the altercation with Leon Edwards. Well, yeah, it was. I feel like it was a combination of knocking out Till the way he did, and then yeah, and then the confrontation, and then the famous interview that went viral. So, yeah, and then and then of course you know then he gets the big knockout over Ben Askren um, in his next fight. So um, yeah, was uh, yeah. So I mean, again, I think that this will be probably like the real main event to a lot of the people in attendance, but it's not like they're going to leave uh before before the main so this is like just a really really solid number two fight and the perfect location for it yeah i don't i don't i don't know if i like jorge's chances and he's actually he's actually uh he talked today openly about how if uh he loses this he might be done oh that's never good and (laughs) i don't i don't i don't want to say he's not focused focused because i don't know but it's like he's got he's got a lot of uh things on his plate lately i mean they just had that big game bread boxing show on saturday mm-hmm. night there in milwaukee with with you know aldo and pettis or roy jones jr and jeremy stevens and all this and uh you know he and I, you know i'm not saying he's not training but he's three weeks out of his camp and he's making a trip to austin to be on joe rogan's podcast it's it's <laughs> you know it's it's like it's like i hope like he's prepared and ready because gilbert burns is tough has power to knock anybody out in that division has an incredible ground game and is good but you know masvidal masvidal is is old school you know he's he's old school in that way like does he need to train for fights to, because he's just, you know, sometimes maybe he's always, you know, he's one of, he's, he's a backyard brawler, just walks in there and just fights. So like, like, you know, he just, he just knows how to fight. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, maybe he benefits from not training as much and he's not overtrained and he's fresh. So uh, who knows? It's a, it's, you know, Masvidal's going to have to be tricky in there though. If he's going to get the win, did you um did you see this thing a couple of weeks ago? Uh, and I don't know if this is legitimate because I don't really know this website, but where Maswell was talking about he's going to be an AW in a couple of weeks. I didn't hear on, about that. Uh, okay, so this is allegedly a quote uh, in an interview with Inside the Ropes. He said, "I can't tell you that I'll be in the show, involved in the show. Oh, but I can tell you as a fan, I'll definitely be there. Now, if they got time to include this guy because they know that I come for these wrestlers, none of that fake stuff. I'm trying to hurt them for real. Ask Chris Jericho. Ask anyone that gets in the way. I'm trying to hurt them for real, and they know it. Um, so, if they want to heat again, it's cool. But I don't think they want to see me back in there after what I did. This is uh, this is an uh, interview with uh, in the in the ropes and uh, earlier in last month. So." Um, I don't know. The headline was kind of uh, 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 misleading because it said Jorge Masvidal is set to make his return to the squared circle, which is not at all what he actually said. Uh, but yeah, well, interesting. Well, well, stuff has happened in the last 24 hours that may change the, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he could certainly go there as a fan yeah. um, if if he wants to. But yeah, I can't imagine that they would be having UFC people appear on uh, AEW TV anytime soon. Um, not, any, but you never know. not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not, uh, yeah, not anymore. And we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. 
NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, I mean, this is a stack card, though. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but this one in particular, like, is, I mean, it's a really big card to the point, you know, where we talked about it, I don't know, about a month ago, where Chris Curtis was all upset about not being on the main card. And then when you look at the card, like, there's people bigger than him that aren't on the main card. It's, it's stacked. And uh I, I don't I don't know if you want do you want to talk in detail anymore about these about the rest of these main card fights I guess maybe we could talk about Raul Rosas Jr. Um, yeah well you know. yeah two two of the three fights on the main card were on my on my uh, three to okay watch, well so. why, why don't you just do your three fights to watch then three fights to watch uh, uh, two of them on the main card two of them are on the main card uh, Rob Font and Adrian Yanez that's going to be a hell of a fight fight right there Rob Font is fantastic bantamweight kind of been kind of on the struggle bus like lately uh he's uh, has a funny year lost two in a row but lost to jose aldo and marlon vera before then he was on a four fight win streak and right right there for a title shot he's coming back uh, adrian yanez just just a knockout guy 16 and three he's five and zero oh in the ufc four knockouts and uh just just on on a surging on a surging path towards title contention so that's gonna be a hell of a fight Second one, also on the main card, welterweight fight, Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzinibbio. We know Kevin Holland. He has exciting fights all the time and talks during the fight and is just somebody who's so fun to watch. And so is Ponzinibbio. When he's at, when Ponzinibbio's at the at the best of his game, like he's just an incredible striker, striker with an exciting style, and just that matchup just screams fight of the night potential right there. And my third one, it's going to be a middleweight fight. Gerald Mearshart against Joe Pfeiffer. Uh, Pfeiffer got the high, got the Dana White hype. Uh, you know, maybe he's got the Dana White privilege. Who knows? But uh, he yeah, has being being hype. But Mearshart, <laughs> tough veteran. It's he's gonna he's gonna give Pfeiffer a fight. And uh, you know, we've seen Mearshart sometimes. Sometimes he's put in these kind of fights to lose to up and coming guys. You know. But also, he can easily win this fight. Fight, uh, you know, thirty-five wins, twenty-seven submissions, just a great ground fighter. And uh, his last four UFC wins have all been by submission. So, so that's a that's a great matchup right there. Yeah, no, I, I agree on all those. And uh, you know, there's there's a number of other ones you could have you could have picked here. Um, and uh, for me, I got a I got a pretty I got a nice parlay that I think these three are almost guaranteed to win. Um, Carl Williams. Uh, and over Chase Sherman, like I'm sorry, but Chase Sherman is a punching bag these days. Um, Raul Rosas Jr. and Christian Rodriguez, I I think, I I I think Raul Rosas is like a phenom, and uh, you know I I, I see him winning this one. And Christian then uh, is also good, super good. He is, yeah, but I don't know. I I uh, I really like um I really like Rosas and uh, really impressed with him. And uh, and then my third fight for that one uh, is I I'd go with uh, Joe Pfeiffer, even though Mearshart, like you said, is tough veteran and uh, you know, but but I think uh, Pfeiffer's got the power and uh, yeah, and and that I I did the math and you get like about four to one if you, if you bet on those three guys, so it's a good one. And then I like um I really like uh, where's the there was an underdog here. Oh, Cynthia Calvillo, I'm surprised is a big underdog against Lupe Gadinias and. Uh, I think they're looking at her four losses in a row, but I mean, they're against pretty tough competition. And uh, I, I think I'm going to throw a flyer on Calvillo because um, I, I just, I'm not, I don't know. Loopy just, you know, she's just got some nice wins, but I, uh, I'm not a huge uh, fan. She, I, I shouldn't say fan, but you know, I, like, I'm just not terribly impressed with her. Is, I guess what she, I'll say. She's super inconsistent in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't think she should be like a two and a half to one favorite yeah. over somebody like Cynthia Calvillo. Um, all right. Uh, and uh, yeah, so take us through this, like I said, like really, really stacked card. 
Okay. It uh, kicks off uh, at 6 Eastern time uh, with uh, four four prelims, early prelims on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, there's a women's strawweight fight, uh, Jacqueline Amarim making her debut against Sam Hughes. And we have featherweight fight, Shailen Nurdenbeke against Steve Garcia. We have a 160-pound catchweight fight, Ignacio Bahamondes against Trey Ogden. Ogden was supposed to fight a couple of weeks ago and lost his fight on weigh-in day, and Bahamondes lost lost his opponent for this fight, so they made this one short notice. And then the early prelims ends with a strawweight fight, Cynthia Calvillo against Lupe Godinez. And then on the uh, main prelims, uh, kicks off with the heavyweight fight, uh, Carl Williams taking this fight on a week's notice. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's replacing our favorite, our, one of our favorites, Chris yeah. Barnett. You know, we don't get to see Huggy Bear, but uh, but uh, he's fighting Chase Sherman. And uh, then we have middleweight fight, Gerald Mearshart against Joe Pfeiffer. Another strawweight fight, Michelle Waterson against Luana Pinheiro. And then capping off the prelims, middleweight fight, Kelvin Gaslam against Chris Curtis. And then the main card, uh, touched on about everything, but uh, bantamweight fight, Raul Rosas Jr. against Christian Rodriguez. Rosas, big, big phenom prospect, uh, 18 years old. Rodriguez, great prospect, 25 years old. Like, if these guys were to fight seven, eight years down the line for a UFC bantamweight title, I would not be surprised. They're both yeah. that good. Be one They're of those ones you're, you're looking back later and you're like, oh, these guys yeah. fought before? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, would not, like, it wouldn't be a surprise. So, so yeah. I mean, that's that's hard to predict that far in the future. But, yeah. But And then we have the welterweight fight that I'm looking forward to, Kevin Holland against Santiago Ponzinibbio, then Font and Yanez, Burns and Masvidal, and our main event, Alex Pereira against Israel Adesanya. You know, a lot of times on these prelims, you know, you're struggling to find, you know, three or four people that, you know, like regular fans that watch most shows, you know, even know, you know, and here we got, you know, Gasolum, Chris Curtis, Michelle Watterson, Gomez, Gerald Mearshart, Ch- you know, Chase Sherman is, is, you know, somebody people know, Cynthia Calvillo, like this card is stacked, man. And, uh, you know, I think they're, I think they'll, they'll get a decent viewership. The prelims are on ESPN, right? Yeah, prelims are on ESPN. That's nothing really uh, going on this week. You know, it's last yeah. weekend of NBA regular season and baseballs. Uh, you know, like kicking starting, off, but it's yeah, it's just starting. So yeah, they should they should do a decent yeah, uh, holiday, holiday weekend. So holiday weekend. Oh yeah, right, Easter. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's interesting that they're running because they they are, there has been times when they've taken this weekend off, but no, no, um, they usually run this weekend. Do they? Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a four-day weekend for me. I get uh, Friday and Monday off next week, so I'm uh, looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so yeah, and that'll be uh, like you said, uh, starting at six on ESPN Plus, and then moving over to ESPN, and then uh, pay-per-view, or you can just keep it on ESPN Plus for the whole show. Um, and yeah, so that's uh, that's coming up this week. Now, the big news of the week, um, and uh, it's our we have to talk about segment. And if you don't know. Get your head out of, out from under that rock. Um, UFC and WWE are merging. Uh, so w- Endeavor is uh, purchased controlling interest in WWE, fifty-one percent, I believe, and they're going to create a new company that uh, will be separate from the rest of Endeavor, and um, they will be they, they're going public, right? Yeah, yeah, they're going to go in public under the. They haven't decided on the actual name of the company, but the on the stock market, it's going to be I think TKO. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Yeah. yeah. Now, now people think merging. This is a merger of the business in of the companies. It's not, you know, merging them under the same. Yeah. The same, you know the same company it's not like yeah you know it's not like you know you know vince mcmahon isn't going to be there's you know like there's not going to be personnel there's decisions. not going to be there's not going to be professional wrestling matches during ufc cards and there's not going to be ufc mat fights during pro wrestling cards you know? okay because that okay that takes away one of the uh things that we're going to talk about in our next segment then because yeah. I, I i was going to ask you about They're that gonna be but... two completely run okay Two, two completely separately run companies under the under the same you know business. So Ari Emanuel is the top ranking executive for both yeah. companies, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, and yeah. then he's got Dana working he's under got, him uh, on uh, one. Ari's Ari, from what I understand, what I understand, and they announce all this, but from what I understand, Ari's the top. He's yeah. the top the CEO, CEO owner, owner. You know, you can kind of throw. Patrick Whitesell in there as the owner too, but uh, but Ari, so I, and then Vince is going to be 
listed as executive chairman of the new company. So Vince, actually, for the first time since he bought WWE from his dad, he's got a boss. He actually has a boss, which yeah. which I, I think people are don't realize don't realize realize well, this that, is that. okay. So we were talking in the Discord. I, th- yeah. I think, and I was asking about this because, and then the other interesting thing is that the voting shares that, you know, t- um, you know, Vince McMahon had these powerful <laughs> voting shares to where he could just fire the board and create a new one because yeah. he, he had 10 times the voting power, but the voting, sh- the shares are all one-to-one. So yeah. he cannot impose his will. Yeah. And uh, the board is going to have, when they have a board of the, uh, of the new, the new company, when they have their board of directors, it's going to be six people from Endeavor, Five from WWE and three independent people. Oh, so, so they can't. So neither side so, can theoretically. So like, Vince, so like, not that he's going to. Right. Not that he. Not that he would. But Vince can't pull power plays anymore. We'll put it to that way. And if something happens that is and egregious, he has, a, he has an employment contract and he yeah. can be fired. But so. well, the, he can fire him, but the, he's got a huge balloon payment from what I yeah, understand. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, like he's got a two, he's got a, currently a two-year employment contract. You know, that wouldn't surprise me if, if you know, he does his two years and then cashes out and retires. Yeah, because he's going to so, get, I guess, uh, what did I say, one point seven five billion from this? Is, it's, I believe it's what it is. I think it's like it's like a stock swap. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I was reading. I don't know. And there's been so much I've been taking in, you know, I've obviously, yeah. I've also been super busy today, today working my regular job. So I've been re- reading in between when I've had time and I've taken in so much information that, that my brain is fried from all the information. So I, what I've I had heard, in. what I had heard, and you can, you know, I, this could be wrong, but um, one point one point seven five billion is what he's going to cash out on on the fifty one percent. Yeah, yeah, on the on the fifty one percent. Right, but his other stock that he owns, he'll he'll retain forty nine percent of the stock that he originally owned. That's forty nine percent stays with the shareholders and whatever right. percentage yeah. of that he has left. I don't think right. Whatever his is. percentage that he has in the in the current company will transfer over to the new company, but it'll be forty nine percent of that. But It'll be off the valuation of what they're trying to get a, yeah. on their on their IPO is a valuation of twenty one billion. So yeah. he and could that, end up and, like his stock could be worth more than what WWE is worth right now. Yeah, and I think that valuation is that's high. It's it's a I don't know that it's not the evaluation like right now once they merge. I think that's that's the future valuation once new TV deals come up because they're right. both because yeah. they're both expecting. Uh, I mean, Nick Khan talked about WWE. They're expecting a two two x increase, yeah. and Ari Emanuel talked about UFC. Like they they could get as much as a three x increase. Yeah. So so you, I, I mean, think the WWE one might be a little high. Yeah, uh, I could, but but I could easily see the UFC yeah, one I mean, being two, three times two x increase for for WWE. That would be eight hundred million. I don't know. I could see them getting six hundred easily, easily. And uh, uh, you're low on that. Um, two X's would be would be over a billion. I thought they were um, only at four hundred million. Right no, now. no, 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 no. Um, four sixty five, and that's not even counting the network. So well, the, net- well, the, ne- the network's on a separate. It is on a separate yeah, contract. Yeah. So, so no, they're they're four sixty five between SmackDown and Raw. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that'd be nine thirty. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah and, then, and then, and then so, you've I mean, still they, got could, that extra money. I could see them in. getting six fifty seven hundred, maybe. I yeah. don't know that they get nine thirty, but UFC, UFC right now because they have, they have their, they have their pay per view and their linear rights matched up to end at the same time. And they're what getting, what is what is that? They're getting, getting just under five six sixty. Six, six, okay, so it's, oh, it's 500 was like the average value yeah, for the contract. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. Three, 300 million for the linear rights and 360 for the pay-per-view rights. And even Good so, Lord, so you're thinking Esco. 2 billion. So they're uh, possibly. Shit. Possibly. So between between UFC and WWE, we could be talking three billion dollars a year. Like this, this is a this is a major this is a major company now. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, it's, this it's is mad. like, well, not it's a major sports league is what it is. But I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's combined. So it's not, you know, it's, it, it's, it's weird, because I don't think we've ever seen something like this, yeah. where you well, have, you, know, you kind of can't. Well, I mean, 
It'd be like if the NFL and the NBA came together, you know, and you, you can't because those are those are franchises. But like, but somebody who owns, say, an NFL team and an NBA team and an MLB yeah, team, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like that's that, true, yeah, like that, you know, that. So like MLSE in Toronto owns um, the Leafs and yeah. the Blue Jays, I think. Yeah, I think uh, I think Formula One and the Atlanta Braves are owned by the same company, so. And then um, isn't there the guy that owns the Red Sox also owns a um, Premier League team, I think. Yeah, part, part owns a NASCAR team, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, but it, but yeah, I mean, but, but it's, a, it's a massive deal. And uh, going back to it, yeah, you have Vince's executive chairman. Now you have uh, – but he's also only supposed to oversee the WWE side. Correct. So, yeah. like, Nick Khan would be president on that side, answering events. And Mark Shapiro – stays on as he's Endeavor president and COO, but he really oversees the UFC side and Dana White answers to him. So as president. So, and is that, is that what, how it is currently? Yeah. That's how I understand the structures going to be structures going to be for a uh, answer, answer some questions. I don't see Vince dabbling in any UFC business. He'll, he'll want to know what's going on, but as far as him getting involved, if people think are thinking Vince, cause he's technically over David Dana, that he's going to, he's going to get his hands dirty in the UFC. He, he knows nothing about mixed martial arts, right. in the UFC. He's not going to get involved, involved. And the same with, same with Dana, he's not going to get involved on the business side of pro wrestling. They're just, they're going to operate as two separate businesses. Now, I mean, and this gets more into our question of the week, but um, I mean, when you're talking about what, what this means for the UFC side um, I, and then, yeah, like I, this could be, uh, you know, I, I will just merge it right now. Cause it's yeah. basically the same topic. Like I, so our question of the week is, do you expect any crossover between the two companies to do the merger? And this is what I'm really interested in because I could see, you know, let's say there's um, you've got WWE wrestlers who are big UFC fans. They could bring them on to the panel shows. Yeah. And then, you know, like, you know, let's just use Angela Dawkins or, or Montez Ford, for an example, you know, um, real popular guy, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, they, they like to put him on like college game day and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, I could see guys like that, you know, or like a Xavier Woods, you know, um, well-spoken, you know, and, and then on the other side too, you could have, you know, guys from UFC that are big pro wrestling fans like a Daniel Cormier or some of the some of the actual fighters could come on and be guests. You know, certainly we're going to see them at ringside. Yeah, but. yeah, we're going to yeah, we're going to see a lot of instances where uh, W. I'm sure WWE stars are going to be front and center at, at UFC shows when when they have nights off. Yeah, nights off, and you know, and, or and maybe even bring them in, like you know, whether they have a night off or not, you're booking them a night off so they can be at the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, those people who want a fantasy book ideas, I don't see any WWE wrestlers fighting in the UFC unless Brock wants to do it, do it one more time, or or Ronda, Ronda or yeah. Ronda, but none, none of that. And as far as people thinking, oh, this means UFC is going to have people wrestle, I doubt that because they would have to come up with contracts for them to wrestle wrestle. And that's one thing I don't see, you know, we know now here's, here's an we, idea that I we know Endeavor is going to be looking at cutting costs, cutting costs. I don't know that they're going to want their fighters wrestling. Could they have one of the ways they could cut costs would be maybe to having commentators doing, doing UFC and wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. Okay, I don't see, I don't see that happening. And I, I uh, you know, somebody was at, somebody was talking about was uh talking. I saw somebody mention on the F4W board about production teams, like, like you know, uh, I don't think That's production tricky. teams. I don't think production. You know, when Endeavor, you know, and uh, there was that statement that Endeavor put out that they're not they're not touching any creative or production in WWE and people were like, want to be like, uh-huh. But it's like, it's like when they bought UFC, they, they left the matchmaking, the production of the shows, look at the shows. They left it to the people who've been in charge. They it's came all in, the office. They strictly that they're looking focus on the office and the business side. And I think they're going to do the same thing here, here with WWE. They're going to be focusing strictly on the business and, uh, you know, WWE, uh, there's going to be a lot of cuts, both mm -hmm. a lot of office cuts. There's going to be a, when it comes to production, the two the two companies have two completely different production styles, mm -hmm. and and plus uh, WWE and UFC events 
they all run kind of at the same time, not the same day. Well, in some instances, the same day, same day. But they're well, so if you're considering con- house shows, definitely. So, yeah, they're, they're so congested that you can't have a single production team running both shows. You're going to no. have it's going to be like I said, it's going to be separate company, separate companies, and and I really think. I really think, from like a viewership standpoint, if you're if you're a weekly WWE viewer, you're not going to notice anything different. It's much like the same with UFC. You're not going to notice anything different. It's on the it's on the business end. Business end. Uh, I think the one thing you'll notice probably is the two companies will be talking about each other a lot yes. more. Yes, yeah. they will. They yeah. will, and uh, they will. And uh, of course, like I said, like uh, if if Roman Reigns loses <laughs> the title to Cody Rhodes, like. He'll be on the next UFC, and they'll be talking about it. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. If a guy wins a title in UFC, like if um, if Israel Adesanya gets his title back next week on Raw, they're going to congratulate the new UFC champion Israel Adesanya. They might yeah, even show highlights. They might do do yeah. that, you know. But yeah. not maybe not this week because it's you know yeah. nothing is even finalized yet. But yeah, down mean, the road, you, you'll you'll eat, you'll see UFC events promoted on WWE television, and you'll see WWE events promoted yeah. on UFC television. Now, television. I, I, one idea that I have, and I, th- I think this is something that they could do, and I, I think they maybe even will do, for big weekends, like if it's International Fight Week, if it's um, WrestleMania, if it's Royal Rumble, if it's Survivor Series, I could see them booking a UFC pay-per-view and a WWE big live event on in the same city back-to-back and then doing some sort of a package deal when you buy it on pay-per-view. Because I do think US, WWE is going back to pay per view uh, as soon as they can. I I, I strongly believe that. Um, See, I'm not I'm not 100 on that. Yeah, like I do, like I, they can't do it right away because they got the contract with Peacock. But um, I think when they can, they will. And and I I think this makes a lot of sense because yeah. you know you can you can sell you can do like um you know you can have cities bidding against each other you know. Um, if it's International Fight Week, so UFC, I mean, they did it last year. They had, uh, or WWE, they had a big show on Saturday or, or on Sunday. No, they were no, the same no, day, went, right? They went yeah. head to head, yeah. Yeah, well, almost. Um, they, Yeah, they had the, the WWE they, they show. Went, they went head to head. UFC shows just longer. Right, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, I've seen people talking about, yeah. Oh, you just run the WWE show, start at 6, and then the pay-per-view starts at 10. And it's like, yeah, you're forgetting no, the prelims. No, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the prelims are a big deal on UFC shows. They are. That's the thing. Like, yeah, so. But, but yeah, I could see them doing that. I mean, and then the other thing, this is probably less likely and maybe even completely unlikely, but I wouldn't put it past them to try to figure out a way to have, like, a UFC fight on, like, a WrestleMania. No. Like a sanctioned UFC fight. You I don't, don't think they that. could do I it? I don't see that ever happening. Okay, okay. You think it's like logistic? Like, do you think it's like commissions would have an issue with it or people would yeah. think it was fixed? Yeah, I don't see that ever happening. Okay. And it should and it should never happen. You okay. need to run the run the businesses separate. Okay, okay. I don't, enough. yeah, yeah. I, don't see. I just, I, uh, I think, I think if they were ever to do either one of those things, put a wrestling match on a, on a UFC pay-per-view or put a UFC C fight on a WWE show. I think that I think that destroys both. Like, okay. I, the, it's, I, in my opinion, it should never be done. Treat them separately. But I, but I, I do like I do think the idea of having, you know, let's say you have you know you do you have the Royal Rumble and you know UFC three hundred and ten on um on the same weekend, and then you have the pay per view. You know, if they're let's say they're both on ESPN Plus, you can buy each show for seventy dollars. You can buy the combined show for a hundred. I, I I don't see that. I don't see that happening. Okay, fair enough. I, I and it, here here's the thing too on the pay per view thing, pay per view thing. Peacock, they could be charging. They could make these shows pay per view if they wanted to. Peacock the ones, could, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who who are in charge. Who are in charge? And what everybody goes is like everybody's freaking out. Oh my god, Endeavor buying the Endeavor buying WWE means they're going to go back to pay per view. It does not necessarily mean that Endeavor. The whole idea is they sell. They sold the rights. They sold the rights to their pay per views to ESPN. Once they do that, they have their money. Now it's up to ESPN. What they want to charge, how they want to go yeah. about it. About ESPN it. Only, can put them on for free if they wanted. To. ESPN could only do could do the ten bucks for ESPN Plus and put all the pay per views on for free. The pay per view price price they chose they chose to they they're the ones who set the pay per view price. What's it they, now? Eighty five bucks. 
So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me kind of finish here. They Sorry. chose, they chose to keep keep them to where they were pay per views because UFC was still hot on pay per views and and there was still that precedent of people of people buying buying them buying them. So so obviously you know you know why why change something that's working working when the when WWE and Peacock made the deal deal it would have been hard for them to go back to charging fifty bucks for for these pay-per-view shows especially especially some of those wwe shows that 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 they were producing as pay-per-view events or ple's as they call call them right now quality's got better lately but some of those like it'd be hard to charge charge that money for them. peacock shows because they're trying to build peacock to just make them part of the service you know a lot of people are paying ten dollars a month now for peacock without the commercials i am I am so uh, that's no different than the network. They didn't treat it. Now, when it comes to the future for the th- for the thing, all Endeavor is going to try to do is get the best deal money wise, uh, best deal money wise, and they just leave whether or not the provider wants to charge for pay per view or not. So I don't know that that's going to change. It could, it could, especially when they're talking about putting trying to put the two together. But at the same time, the contracts contract current contracts are kind of make it hard to where they can put them together it's going to take a i wonder if the budget. contract for peacock says that all ple's have to be on there or if there's a specific number that they have to put on there yeah and it I, has to include wrestlemania I, and royal rumble probably I yeah i don't know i i don't know those details so okay yeah but that that would be an interesting so, question and yeah. i'm sure um you know i know um you know there's going to be a lot of people that yeah. you know have a lot more inside contacts on both sides that uh, you know will be reporting on this and i'm sure by next week um there'll be a lot more that yeah. comes out and yeah. uh, as as this develops we'll yeah. we'll continue to cover it here yeah, i just and uh, i just know from covering the ufc cell i sell oh yeah like uh yeah they did the meeting they did the meeting backstage Backstage today, and it's exactly like, like <laughs> the UFC meeting the day they so like they're saying nobody has anything to worry about. About and within over the next few months, forty, you know, forty percent loses their job. There's gonna be, there's gonna be uh, office people in WWE side who lose their jobs. Uh, it's gonna affect talent. We know. Yeah. If you if know, you're if you're under contract and you're not on TV right now. Uh, don't answer your phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, I have more, more on the contract side here. Here's this when W the way WWE operated under, under Vince and under Paul Levesque, the last, the last, you know, eight months or so. So I could see where like, when it comes to talent spending, there was kind of an unlimited budget. They're going to have a budget now on how much they can spend, spend. So there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of, uh, I, we, we know about the UFC fighter pay and it's good. And that's determined by the budget UFC is given, given to, to, um, and they don't want to go, go over that certain percentage of payout towards to the, to the fighters. You know, they want to keep it at that 15 to 17% level. Yeah. And I can see the WWE side being the same. So your top guy, you know, it's going to affect the middle and the uh, and the back. And, and you know, honestly, you know, people asking about AEW, I think this is, I think this is a good thing for AEW. It, it's going to open up more talent for them. Uh, everyone wants to, everyone wants to act like, uh, uh, like, oh, uh, I don't think this this affects Tony's relationship with Dana White. He's their friends, and. Uh, you know, honestly, it could open some doors to where maybe, maybe the two companies get along. You know, AEW uh, and WWE. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you know, I think when eventually Vince isn't going to be there. Yeah. And uh, you know, when that happens, then you know, I could see yeah down the road because yeah. I think Triple H is probably at some point would be open to it. Um, I know there's some deep seated resentment about certain things, but. Um, you know, a lot of that has to do with Vince. Yeah. So, you know, and, and Vince has never really left. I mean, you know, like he's always a phone call away, even when yeah. he wasn't coming, you know, when he didn't have an office and everything, like he's was still kicking and kicking around. Yeah. We we yeah, all know that. Yeah, and uh and uh, you know, I brought this up, I brought this up, you know, UFC when 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 Lorenzo, Frank, and Dana, when they there was they were the main owners. 
It was all about crushing the competition. Once Endeavor purchased them, how often have you heard them talk about competition in the last yep. in the last six years? Almost six years. never. They won. They yep. won. That they sold. They made. They made. They sold. They made a buttload of money. They won. We don't need to worry about competition. Competition. We sold. We sold to a company that that we're never going to go out of business. And I could see WWE like like I could see Dana. There's going to be, you know, they're going to all, they're all friends already. We know all this. I can see Dana be like, you know what? Don't worry. You know, Tony's a good dude. Shad's a good dude. Don't worry about them. Just let them do their thing. You don't need to worry about them anymore. You guys won. Yeah. You got, I mean, you made a ton of money on selling. And now all you have to do, you don't even have to worry about the business side anymore. You just just have to worry about running your wrestling shows. shows, shows, Keep, you know, if let Roman keep the belt for 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) If you want, just doesn't matter. Just worry about running your shows and just following the budget. If, if, if unfortunately, you know, you lose some people, it's part of business. If you get some people, it's part of business. That nowadays, and look at all the guys that jumped from UFC to Bellator and PFL over the last few years. So, guys at that level in WWE, they'll hey, you know what? You're not happy, go yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, see ya. and now, and now look, and even, even so, we always have this in wrestling. There's always this thing like, if a guy jumped from one promotion to another, another, you always treated that guy as, as he's never been good enough for a. For us, and you still have some of that amongst the boys in wrestling. But look how Dana, when he signs guys like Michael Chandler, Chandler or something from that, he, they don't give a shit about what they do in other promotions. He's with us now. He's on right. our side. They'll That's they'll build matters. it up like they'll tell That's you. All, oh yeah, he was a champion matters, elsewhere, yeah. and he's had all these great yeah. fights and everything. Yeah, and I think some of that could rub off too. And Dana, yeah. you know, Dana telling those wrestlers, you know, he's with you now. He's part of you. Cody Rhodes is with you. Stop talking about what he did in AEW back, backstage and how he's not one of us because he was comes from there. He's with you now. He's one of you now. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's it's all very interesting. And and like I said, we we will continue to talk about this as this story develops over the next, you know, the coming weeks and months. And I, I think that the goal is to have this all complete. Like I think they said February twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um, I think Triple H and Nick Khan uh, have bonuses uh, set if they can get this done in that time. So I think that's what I read somewhere. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty um, pretty incredible. And uh, th- if, if you're listening on this free feed, which obviously you are, um, you can all, they'll be talking about this on the Boom as well, which actually uh, drops um, same day uh, in the same feed. So if you want more on this, they'll talk about it more from the wrestling side. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and we'll. Uh, you know, and I might even jump on with them at some point. So, but uh, yeah, so that's that. Um, we don't have a ton of other news. Um, I mean, I mean, it was a it was a quiet week in MMA yeah, world until this. Uh, but uh, you do have some future uh, UFC event locations. Yes, uh, UFC Fight Night May thirteenth, the one that we were with yeah. uh, Anthony Smith and Johnny Walker. We were we were speculating where it's going to be. It's going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, cool. So there's that okay. one. Uh, UFC two eighty nine. Canada, it's going to be in Calgary. Oh, so not Vancouver. Calgary on, not Vancouver. Vancouver has a weird, weird relationship with MMA. It's it's a popular sport there, but the uh, yeah the city doesn't like MMA. Yeah, so, they had that fight. So uh, it was a Chuck Liddell fight one that didn't do very well, right? Uh, years ago, wasn't it? No, all the shows have all the shows have done well there. Well, okay. there the city just doesn't like doesn't like okay. having MMA in the city. Okay. So, what? Uh, they, when is that? Uh, when is that show in Calgary? June tenth. Hmm, interesting. 10th, yeah. Interesting. So, about a month before the AW show. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I, so, they've, they've only sold three thousand tickets uh, for that AEW show right now, but they haven't announced anything. And I'm sure it's going to yeah, do fine. It's, it's a house. It's a house show that's three and a half months away. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so and, and, and then one other one other one. Uh, they're going back to London, July twenty second. Uh, I have heard that it was originally. I've heard the plan was for it to be a fight night show uh, with uh, possibly Tom Aspinall against Marcin Tibera in the in the main event. There are some rumors about possibly making it a pay per view event again and doing Edwards and Covington. So that well, we do have that mystery pay per view that's got to be added gonna, at some there's point. There's going right? to be yeah. I'm thinking the you know I was thinking based on based on how they had done years past. 
that they were going to do pay-per-view on July 8th and July 29th, and then somewhere around August 26th, somewhere around September 20-something, and then you have the October pay-per-view, which is October 20-something that they've already announced for Abu Dhabi. So then it would just depend on whether or not they can get Edwards and Covington to agree that fight on that. Yeah, 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 and if Covington will, you know, I don't know if he'll want to fight in London, yeah. Yeah, he, he said he wants to fight in the U.S., so. Okay. Well, we'll we'll pay, see. I guess if they pay him enough, maybe he'll do it. Yeah. Um. All right. And then we do have some uh, fight announcements. Not many, but a few. Not many. Uh. uh USC oh my nine. God. There's one here. Oh my God. I just, you know the one I'm talking about. Sorry. Okay. I just yeah. I didn't even know this was happening, and I'm like excited already. Okay. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll start. We'll start. I mean. Okay. Sorry. Uh, UFC Fight Night May 13th in Charlotte. Uh, Tim Means against Alex Morono. Not that one. No, no, I know which one you're talking about. You can, okay. you can you know, hold your horses, Fontaine. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you're you're making me lose track here. And then, uh, right. yeah, Tim Means against Alex Moreno. That's a good fight right there. Uh, Carlos Olberg against Ihor Patera, and then Gabe Green against Brian Battle. And uh, UFC 289 in This is the one. <laughs> Sorry, I knew which one you were talking about. Can you hold on? <laughs> You're making me want to skip it, but I'm not going to. Okay. Dan Ege against Nate Landwehr. Oh, that's my a God. Hell of a fight right there. Yeah. That's on the pay per view, right? Uh, yeah. That should be a main card fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I hope it is. I, either a main card or like the main event of the prelims. That should be a main card fight based on yeah. what I've seen for the card so far. And that's the Calgary one. Calgary, yeah. Yeah, cool. So uh, also, Matt Schnell against David Dvorak. Uh, Blake Builder against Kyle Nelson. And then UFC Fight Night on June 17th. We have a main event for that show, and it's a hell of a main event. Yeah. Josh Emmett against Ilya Tapiria. No location for that one yet? Uh, Yeah. What I heard, I'll keep it quiet. Okay. I think I know. Fucking Dana, you know, (laughs) wanting to say – we need to get out of the apex, but you know yeah. they keep booking shows there. Virgin, Virgin, we can go there. Um, I guess PFL's running there a few times. Um, I think I'm going to work on getting Nate Land where his Canadian citizenship at some point before June 10th, so uh, he can be the honorary Canadian in that fight. Um, uh, yeah, that's uh, oh UFC 289 is going to be great. Uh, any main, no main event for that show yet, right? No, and I was kind of trying to think of what could, and the only thing I can come up with is uh, Nunez. No, uh, I don't even think Nunez. Uh, Nunez Pena, maybe. I was thinking Jamal here and Yuri, Chipro- Yuri Petroska. Hmm. If if Yuri's ready to go. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, yeah, that sounds like a fight they put in Calgary. They use they usually don't really give us very big main events. Um, yeah, so. they're not going to do Makachev. Uh, Makachev doesn't want even. Makachev doesn't even want to fight till October. From what I heard, wonder if they could do. Uh, Plus, it's Ramadan I mean, right now, so he's he's not training or anything. Could you do um, the uh, interim title fight, like uh, Yara Rodriguez defending or something? You know, maybe put that as a co-main. Well, no, they're talking about Rodriguez and Volkanovski for International Fight Week. Oh, okay, okay, so that's they're going. That's the, no-go. They're doing the unit vacation about next there. That Holloway Allen fight would be perfect for Canada because he's an honorary Canadian too. But um, yeah, so we'll we'll stay tuned for that. I'm sure we'll have uh, more on that. I mean, that's two months away, so they got to announce a main event soon. Yeah, um, yeah. tickets will go on sale probably in a couple weeks. So, um, so yeah. yeah, all right. So that's gonna do it. A bit of a short show because we didn't have any MMA this past week, and also I have a personal situation I got to deal with. So uh, I told Ryan ahead of time that we were going to try to get this uh, done in, in an hour. So I, I want to thank you all. And uh, I think you got some good content here either way. So uh, we'll continue to cover this, uh, this, this uh, UFC WWE thing as it progresses. And uh, so Ryan, uh, tell, tell, tell the good people where they can read and read and uh, hear your stuff. Uh, I'll be back on, back on the observer website this weekend for a full UFC 287 coverage uh you know possibly back on observer radio saturday night it kind of just depends on me i, I got stuff i might skip it this week because i got family stuff early early morning on easter so so those guys those guys record so late my time so yeah so yeah tell me about it yeah everybody who ever listens to me listens to me you know if you want to criticize me keep in mind that i'm doing that at 3 a.m my yeah. time so so a lot of a lot of times i'm having to wake up to do it so so it's uh 
but you know, I've gotten good feedback, more good than yeah. bad. The, All right. the bad the bad feedback are the people who don't want to listen to MMA talk on their West Wrestling Observer podcast. So, so it doesn't matter how good it is. Yeah. So but uh that and then uh Twitter, Ryan J. Frederick, and uh yeah. And I'm Paul Ace Fontaine, trying to trying to live tweet more. I uh, didn't did do it for the last show, but I probably will this week because there's not much else going on on Saturday. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, I'm also uh, do the the show on the uh, Fikey Media Patreon uh, Dynamite show um, with uh, Jeff Hawkins. So you can check that out tomorrow after AEW Dynamite every week, every Wednesday night. So for Ryan, I'm Paul, and uh, this has been. All right, take us home like you always do. This has been in the clinch, but uh, everybody, hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great week and enjoy the fights this week. Later. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.